The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. Good morning. It's time for Cowboys Storyline. I'm your host, Nick Eatman. It's Wednesday, December the 6th, and it is time to talk about Cowboys and Eagles, even though we've been talking about it for a long time since the last time they they faced off. That's what happens when you have a rivalry like this, and it should be a good one uh, this this Sunday. You know, the the Eagles obviously coming off a big loss to the 49ers, but, you know, if you want to say, hey, Look! Look how they lost the game. Maybe there, there's a crack in, in the, you know, in the armor a little bit. Just remember this: the Cowboys did the same thing against San Francisco. They lost. They went up there and lost, and uh, came back. And, and a lot of people were looking at this team sideways, wondering, well, what, what, what are we? What's going to happen with this team? It's a huge game coming up against the Chargers on the Monday night, going into the bye week. Kellen Moore, a lot of emotion. Cowboys had to go win that game and they did. So just remember, you know, the Eagles are probably feeling a lot of that as well. Let's see how they respond. It's not going to be easy just because they lost to the 49ers. Doesn't mean you can do that because we've seen what the Cowboys can do against a healthy San Francisco team. I think right now that's the, you know, I, I don't think it's really a debate. I think it's the best team in football. They've been beat. And, and, you know, they have to stay healthy as well. But um, it'll be fun to see what happens here this Sunday night game with, with the Eagles and, 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 and how they come in here. And, and the Cowboys are obviously red hot since they lost to Philly. Four straight wins. All right. 888-855-2297. That's the phone line. The text line is 817-290-3298. We'll see if we can get some text messages today. We're obviously, uh, we love the phone calls around here. Get a chance to, to interact with you guys as well. And we're going to start it off. We got Tyrone in Georgia as our first caller of the day. Tyrone, what's up? Hey, Nick. Hey. How you doing? First time caller. All right. Here that means. means here we go. What do you got? All right. Hey, I've been a fan since we had to go camp out in Tyler State Park. Uh, one of my first memories of the Cowboys playing was beating Detroit 5-0. to zero. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. Uh, That's taking it back. <laughs> yeah, back in the days of uh, Dandy Don and the Bullet. All right. Uh, anyway, I wanted to say – uh, how much I enjoy your show. I, I watched your first one in California. I was admittedly a little bit uh, skeptical, but you have quickly become my favorite. Well, thank you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for sticking with it. it you know, the California show, different than, than this, obviously, with getting a chance with the phone calls. We, do, we did get some players out there, and, and we'll do that again. I'm going to put Chris to test, uh, uh, you know, up to task here to see what he can do at training camp. If we can get some callers out there, we'll see what we can do there. But uh, thanks for sticking with it, and I appreciate that. All right. Um, the comment I have, or the question I have, is, uh, y- you know, I, I think the schedule is setting up really good to go into the playoffs. It's it's what you want to see. Um. I'm confident in everything except for I'm concerned about the running game, both on the offense and defense. Uh, Y'all would hear that's the one ingredient to have success in the playoffs. And the question is, what can we do to improve at this stage of the season, if anything? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, You know, it's obviously not too late to make adjustments and things like that. But but as far as like wholesale – changes to to stop the run and 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 to run the ball better you know i don't i don't think it's that huge of a problem where you have to make major changes i think it's a problem that that you know could could have hurt them in games but i don't know i think it might be more of a week-to-week personnel type thing scheme versus scheme as opposed to they just can't run it all because because we, we've seen this team have some success running it. It's moderate, but that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to throw the ball around to their playmakers, and, and I think that's what's working right now. But you're right. You get these colder weather games. You get to the playoffs. It might be tougher to run. I mean, tougher to throw. You, you are going to have to figure out ways to move the football. So I, I'm not dismissing the issue. I don't know if it's a if it's to the point where you've got to go and, and sign other players and, and, and maybe change the personnel around. I think it's more of a week-to-week scheme thing. 
Right. That's what I think. Well, well um, you're right on there. I mean, it, it's late in the season to even be bringing people in, so it, you pretty much have what you have. And, right. And uh, I'd like to see a little bit more outside running. Uh, just I hate the the first – the first series of the game when they run the ball and get one yard and then run it again and get two yards and then they go to the pass and they're successful. But, uh, that's just my comment on that. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling. Thanks for, like I said, thanks for staying with it with us and, um, getting through those first few, uh, days of Oxnard. We were just trying to fill our, uh, you know, fill, uh, fill out the way and on how we were going to do this. So I uh, appreciate that. I think it's really coming together. And um, thank you so much. And, and the game you were talking about, I looked this up. It was a divisional playoff game against Detroit in 1970. Uh, they they won five to nothing in the divisional round. Can you imagine if the game, if an NFL game right now would be five to nothing uh, in in the playoffs? I, I, you know, the the network and the league would lose their mind. If a game like that happened, it, it may be when it comes to weather, it might be the case. All right, let's. Um, oh, and I just see where uh, Chris Beam has has thrown that that stat at me like that. Appreciate that. Thanks. I was trying to I was trying to see what you were what you were texting me or me- sending me a message. Same thing. Appreciate. It. I looked it up myself, Chris. That's okay. All right, Dominic in Odessa, Texas. What's up? What's up, man? How, How you doing? doing? Very good, man. Glad to finally make it to be able to call in. Is this your first call? <clears throat> yeah, this is my first call. I listen all the time to uh, you know the whole the whole uh, the Cowboy Nation Network. So. Yeah, this is your first my time with storyline. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so, what's going on with you? Not much, man. Just working. What do you uh, think? Big fan of all, all you guys. Uh, I just want to make it quick. I know you're on a time crunch. Uh, you know, I just want to see Dak continue to play at the level that he's playing. Um, I just wanted to see what your thoughts were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people were pretty upset with him, uh, you know, during that slump, especially last year when he threw interceptions. I've always been a Dak fan since he took over for Romo. So, you know, I was always sticking up for him. And then came to a point, you know, especially in the 49ers loss, uh, what, the two times or three times, well, you know, you know, when he lost, uh, people were upset. <clears throat> I was pretty upset. But, you know, he stepped up his game. And I just want to see him, you know, play that level again, you know, this weekend. Uh, I don't know if, you know, being a, a dad has a lot to do with that. But <laughs> whatever it is, I just want to see him continue, you know. Yeah. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you can say that. He's got, got I guess, uh, you know, new uh, changes in his life, right? you know, in his personal life. Right. Um, and, and I don't know. I don't know if that's helping him or not. Who, who knows? Who, you, you, you'll never really know that. It's a lot of different things. I, I think, you know, I think he's just he's maturing as a quarterback, not as a person, yeah. not as a man. I mean, because uh, he's always been that when he stepped in the door here. But but I'm saying as yeah. a quarterback, he's he's kind of figuring yeah. out different different ways. And you know, to be uh, to be fair, whether you're on Romo side or Dak side, or you loved both of them or whatever, you know, Romo did the yeah. same thing. Romo got to that point. He even admitted that he got to that point about 2013 and 14 of his career when he really yeah. understood how to throw the ball in different you know different windows different things he understood how to play the game and that was you know he was 10 years in the league when that happened so um it happens i just think Dak is just maturing he's playing his best football he blocks out the noise and he's going to need to block out the, the 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 praise as well because that can be just yeah. as loud and just as distracting if you let it exactly yeah i mean like you said you know romo got to that point you know his body wasn't wasn't able to keep him, you know, right. in it much longer. And, you know, I'm glad to see Dak be able to get to that level, especially after that, sure. that horrible injury back in 2020. So I yeah. appreciate you. I'm a fan of all you guys. So well, thanks for letting me call Thank in. you, Dominic. Appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad we had two first-time callers to, to start off the show. Maybe a third here. Uh, let's, let's, get it, let's get it rolling here with um, Esteban in Austin is, is next. What's up? Hey, I uh, just uh, love the show. Uh, this is a first-time caller. Uh, there we go. Awesome. I appreciate uh, the pause there too. I mean, you 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 listened to the show. You you like waited for it. I like that. Last couple, I, I've been talking over it, so I appreciate that. 
Yeah, I've I've listened to everything you've you've done for the last fifteen years. Thank uh, you. Uh, and I, I love everything, all the content you guys put out on the website. And uh, I'm really happy that you got your show and all the success you've been having. That. That's Thank awesome. you. I appreciate that. How, how's the? Uh, are we talking Cowboys in Austin, or are we? Are, are, is there excitement? You know, is it kind of subdued a little bit since the the Longhorns are just Longhorns all the time? Oh, it's it's all about the Longhorns right now. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, we we're. Uh, I think we're going to take it this year, and we'll we'll see. I I feel good about our chances against Washington. Uh, but yeah. the city's uh, the city's definitely got a lot of uh, excitement for, for yeah. the game coming. Up. I went to the game the other day, uh, the Big Twelve championship game against Oklahoma State, and you know I'm not a big fan of either team at all. I, I went with some Texas uh, fans, and I was like, I thought Texas was going to blow them out, which they did. I mean, they just look really, really good right now. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for them. A lot of Texas people up here, Derek Eagleton being one of them. So uh, yeah, I think you know there's no reason not to, to root for them. Uh, right now, but uh, you know they're going to go into the SEC next year, so I will not be rooting for them when that happens. But that's okay. All right. Yeah, it, but uh, but yeah, I, I feel good about them. I feel good about the Cowboys' chances All right. uh, this weekend uh, against the Eagles. Uh, I think they had them on the ropes last uh, last time they met, and uh, I think uh, being at home, I think they they got a really good chance. Yeah. I agree. But um, I wanted to ask you about your, your opinion on the job McCarthy's been doing since he came here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's been uh, doing awesome. Uh, I, I was kind of skeptical the first year when, when they had a lot of losses. But um, also, too, this year I, I was kind of upset that Kellen Moore had left. And uh, now that we've kind of seen how it's played out, I, I think McCarthy kind of won that, that debate, that he had the, the right to, to take over as play caller. Yep. Um, I think he's winning it. Um, you know, he's winning it. Here, here's the thing, though, about McCarthy. Did you have another point? You have anything no, that was, else? No? That was okay. Bad. Well, thank you for the call, Esteban. I appreciate that. Uh, good luck to the, the Longhorns there as well, and, and thank you for, for getting in and, uh, and supporting our, our shows. Um, as for McCarthy, I agree that he has he's done a really nice job overall as as a head coach. One thing that, that the fans don't ever see this or hear this or probably even care, you know, um, directly, is the fact that he takes care of the players. He takes care of them, gets them off their feet. The schedule's lighter than it probably would be for other teams. Um, he, he does a really good job of kind of getting a good feel for what is the team thinking, what's the pulse, what do they need. They need some time off here or there. You know, well, let's 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 keep them off their feet for this for this day. We just got in late. I mean, he really does a good job with that. And and I think that the players appreciate it. And, and I think, you know, it, it's a case-by-case thing, too. Not everybody gets treated the same. Not everyone plays the same. Not everyone gets paid the same. So not everybody can take a Wednesday and Thursday off like Tyron Smith. He's earned that right, and it helps him, and it helps the team, and it helps Dak, and so everyone, we're going to keep doing it. I think he does a good job of kind of getting the pulse of, of, a, of the team and of a game. If you notice, he does things a little bit differently week to week. Sometimes he... He'll he'll you know take the ball early in the game. Sometimes he wants to have a different plan of you know we run the ball more here. It, he does he does a good job of saying what's in front of me and how do I coach this right here. Um, I'll say this though too, like he hasn't had a lot of games this year where he's managed the game and calling plays at the same time. It just hasn't hasn't happened. You haven't seen that a, a whole lot. It happened the other day against Seattle. Um, and there was questionable play there. I mean, with throwing the ball into the end zone instead of taking your 40, 42, 43 seconds off the clock. Um, I would have done, I would have taken the time off. I think we all saw that. It worked out. Micah Parsons made a play. The defense, you know, made sure that they, they got off the field when won the game against Seattle. But I think that's another example of you haven't done that a lot, uh, this year. And that's, that's something that, you know, it didn't hurt him last time, but, there will be some games when you kind of wonder how, how that's going to be. I think he's done a great job play, uh, managing the games, calling the plays. He's done a really good job. Just know that you know th- that's going to happen probably a lot more here later on. Is just calling plays, tight games, that kind of stuff. I doubt the Cowboys will be you know winning some of these games by a lot or losing by a lot. Um, I think we're, we're starting to get to a stretch. Are going to be a lot of close close games. All right, let's go to Chris in Pennsylvania. Is our next caller, Chris. Nick, how are you doing this morning? Good. How are you, man? Excellent. Excellent. Very psyched about Sunday. I can't wait. 
Yeah. You know, you know, a few Eagle fans that you uh, work with or live next to or whoever. I mean, there's probably a lot of Steeler and Eagle fans where you are. Well, you are 100% correct on that. My daughter's an Eagles fan, and my ex-wife is a Giants fan. So that tells you where I'm at in the family. <laughs> well, but, uh, it's funny because I remember you've been, like, over the last couple of weeks, you were talking about, um, like, early memories. I just wanted to hit it real quick. My earliest memory... It was the best one when Danny White punted. Like, I can still, that was the only thing for ones that can, like, I loved him since I was 10 years old. I'm 55. Okay. But that's the earliest thing that I can remember is Danny White punting. And I'm just, like, watching it. And my father was a Giants fan. And we're looking at you like, wow. Like, it was just pretty impressive. Like, I always loved Danny. I thought he was a classy guy, good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do that. Now, that being said, I know it's nothing to do with what I'm going to ask you. The waiver wire. I I just didn't understand why, if Dallas wanted this guy, Shaq, yeah. why wouldn't they have picked him up on the waiver wire? Claimed now, him, yeah. Right. I, I I have no problem going past him. Maybe they had thoughts of, hey, maybe there might be somebody else down the road, you know, But because I know with the waiver, you pick him up, now you go to the bottom of the list. I mean, was that their thinking that maybe there was somebody better coming along later? No, no. The thinking is when you claim a player, you claim his contract, as is. That contract right then and there, and, and you, you claim everything that, that, that the Colts signed, and, and you know, you, you're getting that. That's what they didn't want to do, and that's what, you know, it had a base salary that probably was pretty high uh, to hit on your books right now. You um you you get a new contract and then you you know you could start from there and 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 the Eagles didn't claim him either nobody claimed him so right there's, right, a, there's, it was so high. there's a reason for that um and but I think it also speaks a little bit more volumes to of like I don't think the Cowboys or any team really 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 wanted him I think that he I, know, he, he could have helped but everyone's fine and if he goes and I, makes you know, him I've, go ahead go ahead. I, I believe I, I I'm fully with you on that. Like I was on the Shack train for a while, but listening listening to all the podcasts, your guys and and just and uh, all you guys made so much sense about this. Yes, he had issues in the past. You get him, you don't know what you have. Yes, right. he could pass a physical. You know what's going to happen to him. He could go in there and play two snaps. Guess what? Right. He's cooked. So you know, with the injury history, I. I'd say it was a smart move. You know, they pitched us. If we got him, great. We didn't. So be it. I'm happy with our guys. I'm very proud of how they worked as hard as they've done. Right. And I, I think we have a very good team. Very good team. Compared to, like, the last several years. Dak, you got to give him the credit. All the credit work, him and Mike McCarthy. I mean, how they've been doing everything. And I'm proud of them. I mean, I really, really mm-hmm. am. I am too. I mean, I'm I'm proud of of what you know what he's done, and you know, this this doesn't get mentioned a lot for for it usually it's an injury position uh, injury award, and I don't know who's out there that would get this, but I mean, Dak's getting talked about for MVP, but why not comeback Player of the Year? Because yes, he was yeah. injured a little bit, but a comeback is a comeback, regardless of what you're coming back from. Sure, and. I, I think Dak has made a huge comeback from think about where how people are talking about him and you know now if Aaron Rodgers comes back and plays this year that maybe he will get that award I don't know I, I really don't know about that award I'm just thinking I think Dak the turnaround here is is amazing and, and right now he's in the sure. conversation for MVP and that's the, that's the one you you know you'd want him to get if if possible but um, I just think it's been amazing so it really is sure. so thanks. Listen, I'll, I'll let you go. Thank you very much All for right. taking my call, and I, I really do love this show, and Thanks. I'm glad you got it put on. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. Need the support from guys like you. I, I appreciate that. We're having a lot of fun doing it, um, and and I love I love just the random. You know, people say random games or random memories or, or you know players or even just situations like Danny White punting. Um, yeah, that was cool. Um, I'll say this: it's not. It's it's a you don't see it anymore like as a starter but I'll say this and I've I've heard coaches say this offensive coaches the first thing they do during you know fall football and whatever they take their quarterbacks and they they make sure they can punt every quarterback I think should should know how to punt a little bit because it's a it's a weapon if you think about it you're sitting at midfield and it's third and and you know 
or even fourth down, fourth and eight, and it's that no man's land. Maybe they're going to go for it. Maybe they don't. You put your offense on the field. Now the safety has to kind of play it honest. No one's back. It's fourth and eight. And then next thing you know, the quarterback takes two steps back, gets the snap, punts it. There's no one back there. And even the people that are back there are probably aren't used to taking a punt. They're not going to touch it. They let it roll. If he can get it to roll, now you know, instead of going for it on fourth and eight, you punted with nobody catching it back there, could pin them deep. I think it's a weapon to have. And so Danny White was able to do it. I don't know if they did trick plays or, or plays like that off of it. But I do think every quarterback should, should be able to punt because there are some times when it really does favor them. All right. Uh, not sure that really matters to this week at all, but I just wanted to throw that out there. All right. Anthony in Miami is next. Anthony, what's up? Nick the, Nick the Quick, what's up, buddy? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, I heard a little bit of that last part. Um, if that was ever a, a, a question of trivia thing, it would have been something with Danny White because he's the most, one of the most under, going to be top five underrated Cowboys ever because of the fact that he was a weapon like that. He could punt, he yeah. could run, three straight NFC championships. I mean, and you replace, everybody talking about replacing legends, <laughs> look who he replaced. Yeah. So it's like, come on, man. Danny right. White, underrated, man. Great. So whoever brought that up or whatever, I just heard the last part of yeah. the great call. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You know, we could do the dag. Here we go. Let me start out. Here we go. That's what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> man, the defense. Um, no Deron Bland bashing. Um, I'm a Deron Bland fan. The last time I called, I think I congratulated Jimmy and him. Okay, now it's time to congratulate Mr. Bland. It's time to congratulate my quarterback on uh, announcing uh, the birth of his child. Mr. Bland, you are, I don't know if you listen to this show, man, you are a gem. You are what we needed after we losing an all-pro like we did this year. I don't care about somebody, a cornerback, a cornerback giving up some yardage. Man, come on, man. You know the receivers that you're going to play? You're playing top-notch guys, man. Best at their position, man, every week. And for him to do what he's done and the record that he's broken, man, and we go one game, a game and a half where he gave us some yardage. Well, I don't even think the receiver, I don't know what he ended up, Metcalf ended up with, but he probably wouldn't have got as much as he got to take the 73 yard away because that wasn't even Bland's fault. So I don't like people, you know, hitting that man up like that. That man has been something we've needed, man. That man has done something that's never been done. So uh, he's a cornerback. He's going to give up some yardage. So on that one, I didn't like some of the things I've been hearing about. You know, lately, uh, cornerbacks have been so, huh? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway, man, I brought up a couple the last time I called the safety. And then I brought up the safety place. So I'm cursed. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if number 30, what's his name, Thomas, is ready. I don't know if Israel is ready. But, man, if Donovan Keeks is trying to guess like he's guessing and guessing wrong and Jerron Kirst is out of position all the time, you watch him, man, it's kind of bad. Mm-hmm. You know, people said somebody said something about he may have stepped up lately last couple of games. I don't know. Somebody's telling the story. Because, man, he's looking bad back then. We can't have that right now. It's supposed to be like Nate says, man. It's supposed to be like glue right now. Yeah. We cannot lose. I'm the, one of the most positive Cowboy callers that is and defend everybody. Mm-hmm. But, man, we can't lose to the Eagles, man, because, number one, nobody wants to hear it anymore. And it won't be fair. You may lose the exact same way you lost last time. You may lose by one point this time. And, you know, and it may not really be defense. They just drove and did their job. But nobody's going to want to hear it. So I don't know what you got to do in practice. You better, you better not really lose. You better focus. You know, you're doing your podcast, not you. Other people constantly doing these things and talking about other things, man. You better be making sure everybody stays later or whatever they need to do because you got a gauntlet. That's true. And you better beat this team. No more discipline problems. No more losing it in the last minute, the last drive, because when you're on the two- and three-yard line, you get pushed back 25 yards. We can't allow that anymore. And last but not least, Nick, you know, um, it's been about six weeks now since um, I think I talked to you for the first time and you laughed and you said, I want to watch a game with that guy to be fun to watch right. it and all that. Remember that? You remember when you was on the show on, on Hanging? You remember what we yeah. talked about? My call My call was to Dak. So I didn't even notice. One of my one of my barbershop guys brought this up to me. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, my boy Ant need to get credit. That's what they call me, Ant. Need to get credit for that doing that because he's the one that – Call Michael Gallup out, not a man can't get the ball and all that. I laughed a little bit, but I was like, you know what? It's kind of true. Right. Brandon, Brandon Cook was, take, Cook was taking off. Yeah. 
CD is getting that thing, and I mean, being showing that he's the all pro if we just get him and Cooks the ball. Now Gallup, you know, getting two and three targets or whatever. Hey, if you get two or three, you get three. Like I said, catch two, and then they'll start back trusting you and all that. I don't know if Dak heard that. They say he listens to the show, but I told you. What did I say? Run. I need you to just get the first down, Dak. I don't want to see that silly look on my quarterback's face. I love my quarterback. I know he has it in him. And it's like since then, it might not be me, but, man, my quarterback has taken off. And if he can continue to do that for what, five more games, plus, we'll be all right. Everybody just has to join them and give everything they got, man. That's all I got to say. That's it. That's all. That's all you got to say. It. All right. All right. Cool. Man. All, right. Me, man. all right. Run it off and go. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Have, yes, a, have a good one. Oh, I don't. I don't have. I don't have any response for all those. I don't have enough paper to write all that down. I mean, it was Deron Bland. It was. It was the safeties. It was Cooks. It, it was Gallup. I, Dak. Uh, Good stuff, good stuff for sure, Anthony. I, I just we'll leave it at that. It gave you a chance to, to to go off. You did. That's great. All right, let's let's keep moving. Bruce in Houston. Hey, Nick. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I grew up watching Danny. I mean, he replaced my legend uh, idol, so to speak, as a little yeah. kid, Roger, obviously. And you know, everything everybody's saying is true about Danny. In fact. If he had just won one Super Bowl, and and I'll oh, yeah. get to where I'm going with that, because I, I put him, I put him in the same category as Romo, and Dak right now. Beautiful stats, played great during the regular season, and like caller said, Danny went to three championship games. Had he not had to play a guy named Joe Montana, he might have won. But we know what happened. But, um, but great quarterback. In fact, you look at some of Danny's stats, man. He he broke. Some of Rogers' stats. He just couldn't win the Super Bowl, and and right now I want I want to see Dak play like this in the playoffs, and that's why I love these these schedule the way it is because if anything we're going to be playoff ready come playoffs. Even if we lose against Buffalo or Miami, you know um, it'll hurt. Don't get me wrong. I, I want to be number one seed because I, I think this team is awful dangerous at home as we've seen. Right. Um, but we want to all see Dak play like that. And that's the only thing that's going to shut up Stephen A. You know, I know you said well, nothing's going to shut him up, but him winning the playoff championship game or going to the Super Bowl is only going to think to stop these guys. But one other thing, and I'll, I'll hang up and listen, but I wanted to call after uh, the Thanksgiving game because I think Ferguson had a Jason Witten moment. If you if you remember when Jason took off on that run, his helmet flew off, but he mm. kept running. Yeah, you know it kind of made me feel that when he did that high hurdle. And of course, he started talking smack too with the uh, the defensive linebacker. I forget his name, but yeah. he did, he got some mocked in. Everybody loves that. I think he had one of those Jason Witten type moments, and hopefully yeah. he has a yeah. man. If he has a half a career like Jason did, we'll be extremely happy. But True. I think that's why the fans wanted to Nick is is Henry during the you know the the uh, trade trade, trade yeah. season because that's what they're missing although Pollard is doing what 4.2 that's not too bad yeah. for a guy his stature but we do as it gets colder and buffalo and everything that's when you do need a big boy that can run between the tackles but um I say keep going. I hope McCarthy makes some good decisions. Uh, I, I agree with you. He, he messed up on that one. He should have ran, but it didn't cost him. But hopefully down the road it don't cost him. But good yeah. show, Nick. Have a All good right. week, brother. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. And I, and I think, like we've said, I think McCarthy would probably, you know, I mean, I don't want to say learn from it. I mean, he, he's he's been doing this for, for a long time. And so, you know, it was just a feel. I mean, it, you, you just sometimes you just have a feel that, you know, let's go for it. Let's kick the field goal here. Let's punt. Let's, you know, you, you have to play that way. I think the way he's playing, he's calling this game. He thinks that Dak throwing the ball in the back corner to, to CeeDee Lamb is going to, it's not 50-50 at that point. He's going to either catch the ball or, or the way that they're calling it, it's going to be a pass interference because they, they can't really guard him. So, you know, that that's probably what he what he was thinking. But, you know, me personally, I would have run it once, maybe twice. If you get close enough, I think I might have tried to run it for the second time to put the game away. And if not, you're, you're, you know, you've got him pinned way back with about a minute or so to go. Um, all right, let's go. Let's kind of a text um, question here, and then we're going to go to break. Um this is Carl from Nashville. Do you see this upcoming game being a Seattle-like shootout? I, I, yes, I could see that. I don't think the defenses are are playing that great right now. Uh, you know, the the Cowboys. It, it was 
relatively a shootout. I mean, you know, the Cowboys could have scored there at the end. It would have been like 29, 28. Uh, that's pretty high scoring. Uh, so, uh, but they didn't, they didn't score obviously, but, but I think that the Cowboys have the ability to get up into the thirties. I think Philly does as well. And that that's shootout. Like, you know, I think uh, when you get to this point, all right, let's go to a break real quick on Cowboy storyline. We've got one caller holding. We'll be right back here on Cowboy storyline. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys Storyline. All right, back here on Cowboys Storyline. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Isaiah. He's in Jacksonville, Florida. Isaiah. Hello there, Nick. How you doing? Here we go. Here we go. First time caller. Here we go. <laughs> no, I, 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 on this, on this, on this channel, that counts. But the other, the no, other one, I no. talked to you once before. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Like, like oh. I said the other day, like this is a this is a new count. We're talking about Cowboys storyline. You could call hanging with the boys a hundred times a week. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but this is the first time here. Uh, and if you just want to hear the here we go, you know, you, I'm sure Chris will play it for you. So, anyways, yeah. all right, what do you got? But I want to tell you a story. Back when the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl in in Atlanta. Okay. I had a sign posted up. You remember when it was on CBS? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had uh, CBS highlighted. Okay. And I had Cowboys coming back for the Super Bowl. But we lost to Atlanta in Atlanta. But I had this sign up, Cowboys coming back for the Super Bowl. Right. That's all I want to say. And it's on CBS this time. Cowboys coming back for the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you're talking about 93 season in season. Yeah. And then, but you said yeah. we'll be back for the Super Bowl. And you were right. What yeah. what yeah. happened in that game against? Uh, there's two things that happened in that game that were memorable. What happened in that? Do you remember? Uh, no, I don't remember because I was I was upset because we lost that game to Atlanta. But all I was worried about was putting my sign up saying we're coming back for the Super Bowl <laughs> in this stadium. <laughs> well, well, it, it happened. It happened. The thing about that is that was the game before the Ice Bowl with Leon Lett and all that. That was the game yeah. before, and Emmett got hurt in that game. And he didn't really play much in that Miami game the next week. I mean, it got hurt. Uh, so that was a tough thing, and that, that probably did not help them at all. And then also, Deion Sanders played wide receiver a little bit on offense and scored a touchdown against the Cowboys uh, in that yeah. game. And so I'm sure Jerry saw that and said, man, if we ever get that guy, we need to put him on <laughs> offense. So anyways... Just a you know one of those one of those midseason losses that that you know you don't think matters a whole lot, but I guarantee you they they probably said hey if we do what we need to do we'll be back here in Atlanta and and they did. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, hey, I got a score for the game. Okay, Cowboys thirty five, 
I eagles seven. We gonna give them seven. Oh, oh. <laughs> one of those kind so of parties. We, yeah, cause we go, we go mop, mop the floor with the eagles. <laughs> wow. In Big D. All right, All right, Isaiah, I appreciate that. If the Cowboys beat the Eagles 35-7 to or in that range of 28 points, like you said, you better call the show on Monday, and you need to just gloat, and you need you can just say it. I told you so because um, I, don't, I don't know if I see a blowout, but at this point, nothing would surprise me too much, you know? I, I, it's it's it happens to teams. Every team has it. Every team goes through that period. Even though that they're winning a lot of games, you go through that stretch. And sometimes it's just it's more than one game. It's a, it's two to three games. You know, the Cowboys kind of had a two out of three stretch where it was like, wow, it was you know Arizona and then New England and then and then the Niners and you know at that point you're really questioning things. So I, I think Philly, I, I could see Philly still haven't you know haven't gotten over things yet. Um, but the, you know, of course the Cowboys will have their attention here and it, I think it's going to be a great game. I, I'll be surprised if it's 35 to seven, but man, I, I'd be fine with it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. All right, let's go to, um, uh, we move, uh, we got Brian in Kansas city. That's it. All right. Brian in Kansas city. We just lost another Missouri guy, but now we got another one here. All right. Brian <laughs> in Kansas city. How you doing? I'm doing good. Nick, how are you? I'm fine. What do you got? Hey, so before I say anything about the Eagles game, I want to say Saturday is the 124th meeting of Army-Navy, so I wanted to say go Navy, beat Army. All right, all right. <laughs> Got that in there. So You know, every year I, I say, you know, it's the only game on, and, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to watch it, and I try to watch it, and I just can't. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's just – it's not the most talented. Those are not the most talented football programs on the planet. That's no, for sure. But but obviously, you know that what they're, what they're doing is is on a, a different level than than any of us. And, and and the game matters so much. It matters so much to them. Um, it does. I'll say this: one year uh, we were in Philadelphia, flying you know flying into Philadelphia, and the game was there, and we were driving past it as we were going to the hotel Saturday night, and the game was on like you know four or five o'clock, and we. We passed the stadium and the game's there, and I was thinking, man, how cool would that be to go to that game? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I I try to watch it, and I just there's so much triple option you can take, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and like, now you're talking about the old veteran stadium, probably, right? I, I maybe, maybe, but I I feel like it. Did they not ever play at the link? Did they not? No, they- no, I just I was thinking based on how you were telling the story, I no. was thinking you were talking like this is back in the day kind no, of thing. No, no, no. I mean, because I, I only I only went to the, the the vet maybe three or four times. I mean, I I, I want to say this was like two thousand seven, eight, ten, something around that range. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, we were playing Philly and and it, on a Saturday night we were driving past it and uh, we saw it. Yeah. So. Ah, right on, man. Well, so I got one thing for the Eagles game, and I got an old timer for you that I think was there the year you started. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so for the, you know, I said earlier in the year, this, this five game stretch was murderer's row and we did the first one and we got a little help yeah. and now we're set up. It's all up to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is what we asked for. Right. And if, if the Cowboys want to change the narrative, they got to do it. They got to be the ones to say, we're going to take it. And I don't think they're going to win all five games, but they have the chance to change the narrative that, hey, we're good enough to compete with the really good teams, Miami and and the Eagles this, this week and that kind of thing. So right. I'm looking forward to it. And all, listening to all the people talking about it, I think there's a chance that, that at home we can beat the Eagles. Right. I really do. I think that we're playing that much better than we were the first time. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, so, I, think, I, think they, I think the Cowboys should win this game. Yeah, I, I really think we're playing that much better than we were, and, and there was we made so many mental mistakes that game, mm-hmm. you know. And I think we'd have won that game if we'd have cut even just cut those in half. Yeah. yeah. So my old timer is uh, in, in honor of the the bran- different branch of service, but the the game this week is uh, uh, Air Force Captain Chad Henning. Wanted to see if you had a story about him. Chad Hennings. You know, I thought you were going to say somebody else from Air Force. I thought you were going to say Bo Morgan, who, <laughs> who was 
right around that time there in 98, 99, and Chan Gailey just loved him. Uh, he was never going to play for the Cowboys, but he was he was a you know a running back, whatever for Air Force. But Chad Hennings actually. Chad Hennings uh, was one of those guys that that I think he was drafted in '88. I think he was drafted in, in you know the Tex Ram Gil Brandt regime of one of those guys where hey he's not going to be available right now. He still has to you know uh, you know he still has to you know his duties there with the service. But when he's done, let's get him and let's put him on the team. And so that's what happened. I mean it was same with Roger Strawback. Um, they they got him. I think and drafted him in '88. I think he started playing 91 or 92 uh, for the Cowboys, and he he lasted what eight or nine years. And so good, good, solid player. I didn't really cover him that much. Actually, he he was done. Maybe my la- my first year, he was he was wrapping up his career, but he still comes around a lot. I just saw him actually like last week walking by with the people from um, you know community relations. He does things all the time. Uh, he's always been great in the community. Uh, so it still looks like he could play a little bit, honestly, big guy. Uh, it looks, you know, it looks good. So I don't know a whole lot about Chad Hendings, but I know a lot of people that do that, that just, they speak the world of him. So, and, and it was a, it was, he was a good, good player for this team. So, all right, let's, uh, thanks for the call, Brian. Uh, thank you. Let's go to, um, San Antonio. We got big Al is in San Antonio. Big Al dropped. Oh, I'm Big so Al! Sorry. Big Al dropped us. So, all right. So, right now, phone lines are open. Open lines. You heard so. it. Open lines. All right. Eight 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 five five two two nine seven. We got about eight minutes to go. I mean, technically, we could end the show because we, you know we said that this was going to be a thirty-minute show or so. We'll see how it goes. And so, usually, you get to this point, it's like, hey, it's it's time to to wrap this thing up. But um, I can, I, you know, I can keep talking forever if you if you you know we want to. But um, we go. Uh, we'll see if we get another. I actually I do have a text question that I did not answer, so it's a good time to do that. All right, Doug in Florida. He says, I feel confident we'll win this game. My concerns are penalties and our defense getting to hurts for sacks, pressure. Yes, and him out of the pocket is dangerous. Your thoughts? Sure. I mean, Jalen Hurts is uh is a is a great you know he's a great player and uh, despite what one person is saying, I think I think it's just one. I haven't heard another one that that would suggest that maybe he needs to be benched. Uh, I I did hear that. Um, I think it's with David Carr maybe on one of those shows and said that Marcus Mariota gives him a better chance to win. Hey, uh, I'm all for it. Go for it. I think it's ridiculous, but you know what? If the Eagles want to start Marcus Mariota, do it. Let's 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 try it. I don't think that would be a good decision for them, but I don't think anyone in Dallas would would hate hate that that you know nine year veteran journeyman guy that's playing. He's he's been a decent player. He's he's athletic. He could play, but um, I'll I'll take my chances against Mark with Marcus Mariota and his thirty four and forty lifetime career record over. Over Jalen Hurts, I, I, I would do that. I don't think Philly's going to do that. I do think Phil. I do think Hurts is banged up a little bit. And surprise, surprise, you take your starting franchise quarterback, you, you basically let him lead with this helmet forward into, you know, seven, eight guys trying to hurt him. Yeah, you're probably going to get banged up. I mean, that's 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 what's going to happen. But that's what they're, you know, that's what they're they choose to do because that play works. But it also there's some there's backfire to everything. All right, let's go to Kurt in Arkansas. Kurt. Hey, hey Nick. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. What's up? What's on your mind? Uh, well, Cowboys going to beat the brakes off them boys. All right. Yeah? That- and my own timer is Dandy Don. Okay. Don Meredith. All right. Well, what? Uh, why do you think Cowboys are going to beat the brakes off of the Eagles? Well, just because they will. Okay. They're at home. Oh, okay. They're at home wow. and they're fourteen and zero. Okay. And they're going to continue that winning streak. Fair, fair enough. I mean, I can't argue with you on that one. So, all right, you heard it from from Kurt. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for the call. I mean, what else do you need? I mean, the Cowboys. I mean, why are they going to win? Because they will. All right. Sounds like it's 
sounds like you know me talking to my kids like well why because i said i mean that's really that's really what it comes down to so all right and sometimes sometimes you have to say that i do believe in that sometimes it's because i said so shut up i mean like not all the time you got to have reasoning but you know but every once in a while when when you just asked eight times in a row the answer is because i said so and that's what kurt just said the cowboys are going to win because he said so all right uh let's go to washington dc for Kristen, our next caller Kristen in washington dc Hey. How are you Ashley. doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I know Hi. this is first oh. time call. Oh, yeah. Long time listener. There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm a big fan, of, big fan of the break, but I had to branch out a little bit when you decided that you were going to do something new, which <laughs> I think is great. Thank you. And I, I listen to other shows as well, but the break is sort of the one it breaks the um, one. it's still the one yeah but it's don't, the don't it's, let, it's been there the longest it gets the most views it's it's still the one it's still the one let, until it isn't just kidding don't, you're right exactly don't tell Derek because <laughs> oh he's listening <laughs> you want to get get to his head too much <laughs> no, too late anyway um so i'm not really sure where this call's going to go other than so i've been a long time listener and huge cowboy fan i was born in dallas i lived there till i was eight and then we, we moved to D.C. when I was eight. I was raised in D.C. And when my mother, when I was 13, my mother sat my sister and I down and said, I've got something to tell you. And I was like, oh, no, someone died. Something's happened. And what she had to tell us was she's decided she's going to be a then-time Redskins fan. She's no longer going to be a Cowboys fan. She's going to be a Redskins fan. And, oh, by the way, she's going to get season tickets. So... I was like, you do you, Mom. I'm going to stay a Cowboys fan, and that's kind of where it's been. Um, <clears throat> I moved to Maryland when I was in my 20s, got married, had my kids there, and my son is unfortunately a Cowboys fan too. So, <laughs> or I think fortunately, but fortunately, unfortunately for him. yeah, yeah, okay. He gets so much. He gets so much grief. And where I live in Maryland, really the biggest fan is the Ravens and the and the Washington are the two main teams, and then after that, it's the Eagles and it's um, and it's Pitt- Pittsburgh. Okay. So those are the the main teams from where I live. I live on the eastern shore of Maryland. Okay. Um, so I'm like kind of equidistant from Philadelphia to Baltimore to DC. Well, anyway, my son now goes to college just outside of Philadelphia, like in it's like in the suburbs of Philadelphia. So it's been it's it's you know I've gone up there to see a couple games with him, but we have to be sort of not at the stadium. So we have to so, be sort of incognito. So you never like sat your kids down in the middle, you know, and said, "Hey, I'm switching over. I'm I'm switching to the to the Eagles or to the Dolphins or whatever." You haven't done that. No, 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 no. And to be fair to my children, to my son, I said, "Look, you don't have to be a Cowboys fan. You can be a Ravens fan. You can. I mean, I really would prefer you not to be a Washington fan, but you can be a Ravens fan because that's just kind of we're really right. you know close to Baltimore and." You know, you know, he just wanted to be what I was because, you know, his dad didn't really watch football. It was always me. Um, and we've been to a ton of – so my mom did have season tickets. We went to a ton of um, Cowboys-Washington um, games, you know, at FedEx Field, which is horrible. But So he's been to a bunch of the games. And I just remember we – one game that we saw – I don't know if you'll remember. I think it's – it was in D.C., and we won. It was with Romo. I think it's the one where Romo maybe broke some ribs, but he mm-hmm. kept playing. Yeah. 2013 uh, or 2012 or 20, 2013. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I came Probably. back and won the game with, with uh, Murray. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we were, we were there. We had the best seats. And uh, I just remember Dez catching that ball. And I swear, my son and I had tears in our eyes. It was just like that kind of thing. And that's, you know, Fandom really brings them those kinds of emotions, brings families together. So that's just kind of what I said. It's something that my son and I have had together that really brings brings us together. People don't realize, you know, that it has such an emotional impact on people. You know, just being a fan, and it doesn't matter how good or bad they are, you're still going to be a fan. You might get really frustrated with what's going on, or you, you know, or you might be elated with how well a team's doing. But you know, at the end of the day, you're just a fan. You're going to keep supporting them. Right. So. That's well, sort of it. I know that was a long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for the call, Kristen. Appreciate that. Sure. Uh, and thanks for staying uh, think, with it. Yeah, and I think I'm hoping we can win this. Yeah. I think we can win, but, you know, like you, I've been a fan long enough. Your heart gets broken. I think we really have to win this game. I think it, not in terms of the playoffs, but if we can't win this game, I just don't see how we can go any, really go far in the playoffs. 
unless something dramatic changes. Right. So that's it. All right. Well, I, I thanks for taking the call. Thank you, Kristen. Appreciate that. We're gonna we're gonna sneak one more caller in here. We got Kevin in New Jersey, still on the line. Hey, hey, Kevin. Hey, Nick. Yeah. How, How you, you doing? doing? Sorry, we're up against the time, but uh, what do you got for us? Uh, yeah, that's great. Thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Best show you guys got. Thank you. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, big Cowboy fan since the 70s. My older brother turned me into a fan and uh, got to enjoy the 90s when I was in college and went to college down in Philly. Um, needless to say, I really, really hate the Eagles, so I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully a win this weekend. Definitely. I just want to say uh, my all-time favorite Cowboy, Jason Witten, I think he's a terrific player and sure. even a better person, so something yeah. awesome. That I got four sons as well, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they're all Cowboy fans. Nice. And I, just, I feel bad, you know, because <laughs> I had all this fun in college, and they've been waiting and waiting and waiting, <laughs> and I really need – it to happen at some point because every Sunday is a tradition for us to, to get together, watch the game. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to beating the Eagles. I can't stand it. My wife's from Philly. Her family are all Eagle fans. So there's even more juice in that, but, uh, <laughs> just looking forward to a win and, uh, let my sons enjoy the, the glory that I experienced in the nineties. Fantastic. Yeah. So, thanks for sure. All right. Well, That's- well, how do you it, how do you think the Cowboys will win? Real quick, I'll give you what, what do you think they have to do to, to make this uh, win? I, I think it's going to be a wacky game. I think you know division games typically are. Yeah, um, Eagles. Ah, oh, man, good team. You know, I don't want to discredit them. Sure, uh, but I think it's going to be a wacky game. I, I think something funky is going to happen at the end of the game, but I do think they're going to pull it out. <laughs> I can't say how exactly, but I guess maybe that's just me wishful thinking. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. I, I expect some some craziness, like you said. Uh, you know, it always always seems to happen that way, and why not here in this in this one, uh, Cowboys and Eagles Sunday night. All right. Yeah. Give me, give me a late field goal to win it. Late field goal to win it. All right. Preferably Aubrey. Um, all right. Sounds great, Kevin. Uh, thanks for the call, in New Jersey. Um, all right. We've got twelve calls. That was that was a good. Uh, Good mix there. Uh, you guys seem to ready. I mean, I think everyone kind of has the same feeling. Cowboys have a chance, should win this game. Uh, a couple people saying maybe a must win, and, and I and I think not not from a standing standpoint, maybe mentally, you, you got to show that you can win a game like this. And and um, these are the type of teams you're going to see in the playoffs. Of course, maybe not at, at home, but you're going to see teams that are as good as the Eagles, maybe better. Maybe a little bit worse. You got to show you can beat them. And I think this is more about the Cowboys showing themselves. More than anybody else, doesn't matter what anyone else says. They got to know and believe that they got to win, win this game, and that's where it starts Sunday. All right, you guys, uh, great, great calls. Appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow for Chris Beam. I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you tomorrow on Cowboy Storyline. See you. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!